Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Tonight we'll go back in time, the seasons past, when 22 men graced the rugged fields of yesterday, fighting for one more first down, one more yard gain, one final score, which would bring victory after 60 minutes of battle on the gridiron. Tonight, we'll explore the world of gridiron greats. Welcome to Gridiron Greats Football History and its memorabilia on the Gridiron Greats Publishing and Broadcasting Network, in conjunction with Swick Enterprises. And we're live from the Wallingford, Connecticut home of Gridiron Greats Magazine. I'm Bob Swick, publisher and editor of Gridiron Greats Magazine, and I'll be your host for the show. Gridiron Greats Magazine is the only publication in America which focuses upon the history and memorabilia of the North American football game since its inception in 1869. We cover 150-plus years of football history and memorabilia, and you can find us on the web at com. It is at this time I'd like to introduce my co-host. He's a senior contributing writer to Gridiron Greats Magazine, a football memorabilia historian specializing in pre-World War II items, in particular Red Grange, and also Seattle Seahawk items, in particular Steve Larger. He hails from Portland, Oregon, Mr. Joe Squires. Joe! Welcome to the show this evening. Indeed. Thank you very much, Captain. Always a pleasure. Thank you for the intro. And uh, to, to lead off tonight, uh, we got a very, very special guest that will be coming on. But before <laughs> we go into that, there is an incredible bubble, in my opinion, in the sports card world where we're seeing prices, in my opinion, out of control. Joe, I'm going to hand off to you and give us a little background on this. Jeez, uh, we, we, we've talked about it a little uh, in previous episodes, but, I mean, this, this, this is a little bit of, uh, you know, get the hell off my porch, you young whippersnappers kind of stuff from you and I, Captain. But, I mean, it's, uh, it's tough to see. Just, uh, I mean, and football has always lagged behind, you know, the other, what's that sport where they throw the white ball and somebody hits it with a stick? Anyways, <laughs> uh, you know, football's always lagged behind a bit, but maybe it's people that are, you know, noticing that football, you know, has value and it's, uh, you know, and, and they're collecting it. Maybe people are coming to it as investments. I mean, but as you mentioned, just uh, the, the, the price of items just skyrocketing. Um, couple examples that you and I were talking about prior. I mean, Tom Brady just won a seventh record-setting seventh Super Bowl. Uh, yep. So, obviously, a lot of people want his rookie card. What is his rookie card? The 2000 SP Authentic Tom, you know, our rookie card. It's numbered uh, 1,250. There's, a, there's only 1,250 in existence. And uh, a PSA 10 right now, you can find it on eBay for $400,000. $400,000 for PSA 10. If you're, if you're, you know, a Beckett fan, if maybe you don't have 400K laying around, maybe you prefer to live in a house rather than having a piece of cardboard with Tom <laughs> Brady on it. Uh, 
A BGS 9.5 right now is going for $250,000. $250,000 is what the Bronco Nagurski 9 went for, you know, eight, nine years ago. Um, I used to own this card. I used to own it at a PSA 10. Uh, well, I bought it, well, I want to say, in 2014 for $3,500, $4,000. And, well, uh, and well, I was happy. I loved it. It was a great card. It's when I was putting together a Hall of Fame rookie card set. About three, four years later, somebody offered me $12,000 for it, and I sold it. Uh, and, uh, well, well, yeah, my, well. my wife would kill me if she knew that that same card would pay off our house now. Um, it, it's fascinating. Well, well, it, you know, it just seems like modern. Modern is what skyrocketed. And meanwhile, all of our vintage, nobody's interested in the old-timers. Vintage is lagging. I was just going to say that. I, I'm, I'm a little concerned because to see the run-up in modern prices and to see, yeah. you know, even though, oh, you know, vintage is still strong, in no way, shape, or form it compares to this run-up in modern cards in a, a PSA 9 or 10 of, you know, rookies like a Brady or whoever. It, it's just is mind-boggling to me to see yeah. where these prices are going and how long can the market really sustain it? And then conversely, someone spends 400000 on that Brady rookie, and then all of a sudden the card is worth 200000 Then all of a sudden the card is back down to 12000 What happens then? Yeah. And then I always get the argument, well, it, it's, it's just not going to fall like that. Well, how do you know? I mean, you know, it, it, it's amazing. And I agree with you. I'd, I'd much rather put 400000 in a house than I would in a Tom Brady rookie card, even though, you know, he's a great player and whatever, he just doesn't do anything yeah. for me. You know what I mean? Well, so, uh, well, it, it's, uh, I mean, you know, for years I've had friends who collect, you know, baseball cards and I've just always laughed at them paying, you know, a hundred thousand dollars for a, you know, for a Babe Ruth card. It's maybe, right. maybe baseball is correctly priced and football's catching up, but, I still have a hard time believing something that's 20 years old is worth a quarter million dollars. Uh, something that right. five years right. ago was worth $5,000 is now worth, you know, $200,000. But then again, I have a friend who uh, invested in Bitcoin, you know, about a year ago. And, I, I, you know, not a day goes by where I don't get a text message from him talking about the value of Bitcoin. Uh, it's, yep. <laughs> it's a religion. You're either part of it or you're either in that religion or you're not. Uh, so it's... Kind of reminds me of yeah, tulip bulbs from many years ago. And, and the other, the other point I want to make, and a couple of people have mentioned this to me, and I and I have no, to talk on. to them I, about I, it. I think everybody, I think everybody wants to hear your segue into tulip bulbs, Bob. You said it reminds you of tulip bulbs. Tulip bulbs, yes. The Holland, the great, the great tulip bulb uh, uh, dilemma. But in any event, Inquiry. somebody brought up a good point. Brought up a, a good point several uh, weeks ago with me. They feel the best investment to buy right now is any type of limited run wax box. So if a card is printed and it's only one of one thousand, and you can only get yeah. the one thousand in the in the in the wax boxes, they feel no matter what the cost of the wax box box is buy how many you can afford and just put them away. Because, again, the next Brady could be in that box, and therefore if you end up having a one of 1,000 type of thing, that you're going to be sitting on gold in the long run. And and then I say, well, okay, so long as there's a market for it down the road, that's fine. But will there actually be a market for it? You know what I mean? So, uh, again, I, I've been wrong in the past, but th- this is a little – a little precarious right now with everything going on. Well, and it's not, and I agree with you, it's, but, you know, that's more like gambling. Um, and it, it's not, you know, a rising tide is floating all boats here. Uh, it's just the modern is blowing it away. Right. If you look at the, you know, if you look at the, the, the current heritage auction that's going off, I'm tracking quite a bit of football. The most expensive football is the 2000 playoff contender, Tom Brady you know, ticket cards, the non-autograph style. Yep. So it's the redheaded stepchild version. A PSA 8 is going for 36000 right now. Then you meander on down to the 
you know, nine different Patrick Mahomes cards that are going. And I, I don't know which one's the big one. This, this qualifies as another get off my porch kind of attitude. What the hell's his rookie card? Cause you know, there are eight different variations of the 27 right. Panini card here. The Panini contenders optic, the Panini contenders optic red, the Panini's contender auto, Panini's contender. I, I can't even get them. I can't even get them straight here. They're going between 8,500 and 26,000. And then you scroll on up to a Jim, a Jim Brown classic 1958 tops and a PSA 8, a beautiful one, 23,000. So a Patrick yep. Mahomes yep. card is going for about what a Jim Brown card is. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's just, just it's, it's it's shocking. Shocking. Truly shocking. And, you know, again, I, I try to look at it optimistically. Maybe this is actually bringing more people into the market. But at the same time, Perhaps I'm really so. wondering how ma- if it's turning off a lot of people to the market. And therefore, they're not going to try to collect. Uh, again, it's a, it's a concerning issue any way you look at it with regards to how and why individuals collect and what they're spending on their collection and so on and so forth. But in this case, it's, to me, it's, it's just so, I, I don't know, it's out, of, out of control almost. I mean, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling to see what, what's going on here. So, For four or five years, we've been talking about it being a bubble. And, uh, right. and perhaps this is the new norm. I mean, and who knows? Uh, you know, I asked my friend who has, you know, Bitcoin hit 50000 a day. I asked my friend if he's going to sell. And he said, no, he's, he's either going to end up, you know, Bitcoin at 100000 or zero. And he's not going to sell. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's like watching somebody at the craps table just keep, you know, rolling the dice. You know, it's uh, you, you want to pull them away and say, yeah. Anyway, but it's, it's interesting. Is this a new norm? I, I, yeah. I sold most of my football cards before the bubble. You're most of my, you know, modern, you know, my, my rookie cards before the bubble. But, uh, uh, and I've been waiting for them to come back down in the same prices so I could kind of dip my toe in again. But who knows? Maybe, maybe the new, the new there. level for a, a Joe Namath rookie card is, is you know, in PSA 8 isn't 5000 like it used to be. Maybe it's 25000 Maybe it's thirty. Right. I mean, right. Who knows? And, we have this same again, show in a year. Yeah, exactly. We're 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 going to be talking about the one million dollar Brady rookie, and uh, <laughs> you know, the the quarter of a million dollar Mahomes uh, rookie, you know, type of thing. And I'm just saying to myself, good good grief. I mean, this this makes no sense to me whatsoever. It really doesn't. It's just it's just crazy. Yeah. Truly crazy. You know, I, I I know part of it is is people are you know have, aren't getting out uh, no shows yeah. so on Good and point. so forth. So there's pressure on that. I fully understand that, but I can't see the pressure price wise justifying what's going on. You know, I could be wrong, yeah, but I, I just I just can't see it. You know, been in this hobby long enough to to understand you know uh, peaks and valleys as far as the hobby is concerned, and, and you know again. You go through the peaks of 89 to roughly 92. Then you go through the valley of the collapse right afterwards. And then you go back up into 99, 2000, where it picks up again. You know, and again, we're we're at that peak beyond beyond the peak. You know, we're on top of uh, the mountain, uh, way above anything uh, that we've seen before. So, I don't know. A little bit off script here, but speaking of heritage, uh, this has been pointed out, but did you know uh, in Heritage there is a uh, a ticket stub from one of the first ever Green Bay Packer football games, Sunday, October 19th, 1924. I saw that. I saw I that. Uh, it's the Milwaukee Badgers. Are you the high bidder on it right now, Captain? I, I, I don't know what the bid is. What is it now? 8750 uh, That doesn't include buyer's premium. Wow. The, tick, the original wow. value of the ticket is a buck fifty. Wow! wow. You took eighty-seven fifty divided by a dollar fifty. I'm just wondering if the price of this ticket stub—that's five thousand eight hundred thirty-three tickets. 
So yep. the price of this yep. one ticket, not including the VIG, of course, but the price of this one ticket stub covers about 6,000 seats from the from when the game played almost 100 years ago. Right. Uh, right. Who, and that's, who would have known the people back then? Yeah, all there to do yeah, is walk around and grab people's ticket stubs. It's, uh, it's, it's funny. I don't, I don't think we're going to see this again because – you know, now people save everything. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I save my concert stubs, my movie stubs, and uh, I know those aren't going to be worth anything. They're just, they're cool. But yep, yep. who would have known, you know, 100 years ago, all these ticket stubs would be worth something. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, part of memorabilia and part of collecting, you know, and again, there's demand for something. The price will go up for it, and, and that'll be it. And I have always said, all along, programs, ticket stubs, pocket schedules are very oh, yeah. un, un, underappreciated and undervalued at this time. Uh, I still maintain that. So, All right. At this time, our special guest is waiting. I'd like to introduce him to our show this evening. He is a newly Uh-oh. installed member of the Ford Hall of Fans at the Professional Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. He's a well-known guest to our podcast and to the magazine. I'd like to introduce once again Cleveland Brown Super Collector, Ray Shadok Frisbee. Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, man. Hey, every time I hear that intro, man, it gets better and better. Hey, thanks, thanks again ah. for having me. Never hey, get old, does it, Ray? It, it doesn't. And, Ray, i got to tell you, congratulations. I, I'm so happy for you. And tonight's show is basically going to be about you. Joe and I got I got a drink here, my cigar. I'm lighting up stuff, and, and we're gonna we're going to uh, we're going to we're going to segue in into an experience of a lifetime, and we're going to let you do a lot of the talking. And and for those uh, individuals who listened to our podcast a couple of weeks ago. And I did get some feedback from people. They they did find out find where to vote. They were voting for you. They were very happy when yeah. you won. And uh, I, I just I, I I again my congratulations. So let's recap and give us some background again. Uh, a, a player you know well. Stop by your house and let's start from there again. <laughs> uh, okay. One quick thing though before 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 I start though um I, I really 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 want to thank I mean I have a lot of people to thank but but to, because this is your show I got to thank the guys at the uh Bennett football community um uh, from our fearless leader the insane Jeff Payne you guys I mean you guys were <laughs> voting every day like it was your job I mean seriously every day I come on there all I heard was I voted I voted I voted so I, I mean I have to I I wouldn't be here with this honor, if it wasn't for you guys, so thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, that's it was, cool. It was our pleasure. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. No problem. No, we got your back. I think that nickname. I think that nickname, Insane Jeff Payne, has some sticking power. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, it, hey, and it just it popped in my head just as I was about to say his name. Uh, it's just something. <laughs> that, yeah, the Insane Jeff Payne. He, <laughs> hey, hey, he's our fearless leader. Um, but, but to your original question, though, um, yeah, uh, I entered I entered the Ford Hall of Fans contest, uh, not really thinking anything was going to happen, and um, I ended up having the goat number thirty-two, Jim Brown, come to my house, um, and it was. I mean, it's still. I, I can't like right now talking about it. Yeah. It just. It, I, I'm reliving the whole thing over again. I mean, it was just that. Oh. Good. Kind of experience. Good. Good. Go for it. Oh man, um, huge. To, to have Jim but, Brown knocking your door—that that still gives me me goosebumps, right? That's great. Hey, both of us. Um, so you know, so he comes, he just comes to the house, and um, the Ford Hall of Fame people. For those who didn't listen before, the Ford Hall of Fame people—they um, set me up, and after talking to other finalists, they pretty much did everybody the same way uh, because they wanted to see, you know, they wanted to see that surprise. But they, they got me really good because they told me, they made me think that, that uh, I was like one of a couple thousand people that this was just part of the next phase of the contest. 
whereas in reality, I was one of the six finalists. Uh, and Jim Brown was coming to my house to tell me that. Um, so me thinking that this was just a normal formality, um, they were in, they were here, uh, they were filming, uh, they did an interview, and then we broke for lunch. And then after lunch, um, one of the staff members, uh, you know, they called in, into the back room and they said, hey, um, somebody's at your door, were you expecting somebody? And I just assumed that it was, you know, either somebody from their staff, a cameraman, somebody that got locked out. And uh, I go to the store. I mean, I go to the door, and there in his gold Hall of Fame jacket um, is Jim Brown. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Unbelievable. Just incredible. Right. Jim Brown, the, the, literally the ultimate Hall of Famer, the man who embodies the Hall of Fame, knocking on your door in your house. So wow. really at that point, wow. I was like, I was like, well, is this how – are you telling me that I won? Because, I mean, I couldn't see it getting any better than Jim Brown coming to my house. But then, <laughs> you know, but then um, I was one of the six finalists, and then that's when all the voting started. And that's when you guys uh, came in, and that's when the military community came in, and that's when friends and family came in. And, and last but not least, but most importantly, that's when all the Brown – fans came in, and when I say they came in, man, I was hearing from them from Australia, Browns fans in Europe. I was hearing from them from all across the country, wishing me, wishing me well. Um, so it was, it was really a humbling experience because just to think that all these people were turning out for me, um, it's, I, I still can't wrap my head around it. Um, but it happened. Um, go ahead. What was interesting, I read on, I was looking on the uh, Browns website. They had a lot of publicity for Yada, which was nice to see, because uh, they a were lot, yeah. encouraging people, encouraging people to to vote for you, and that was good. I'm glad they, I'm glad they did that. I said that was important. You know, you are the super fan of the Browns, and they they need to to realize that they do realize that, and then I'm glad to see what they did for you on the website. That was important, as far as I was concerned. Right. Right. Yeah. They. They. They, um, I know they put it on Twitter and they put it in the um, uh, the the, um, the Browns report. Uh, right. And they okay. and they put it on the main. They put they also put it on the main Cleveland Browns website, which is which is huge. Um, so yeah, yep. the, the Browns yeah the Browns bent over backwards um, to help me as well too. I I even got a shout out from Joe Thomas and um, Clay Matthews' uh, daughter. So everybody Jennifer, everybody was Jennifer chipping Matthews. in. Well, correct. Correct. Everybody was chipping in, and everybody uh, was was um, turning out and, and and supporting. So uh, it was it was just an amazing experience. And so then they so then they narrowed it down to the final three, and there was a little more voting, but they changed the they changed the format this year. And basically, what happened was they said, okay, all three of you are guaranteed the trip to the Super Bowl, but all three of you aren't guaranteed the knock on the door. And the way they explained it to us, they said, well, what, the, what we're going to do is we're going to interview you, and normally what happens during the interview, um, they, you know, you, you'll get the knock on the door, and um, Dave Baker will come in and, you know, congratulate you. And as it would be, I was the first to go, and we did this interview, and it seemed like they were stretching it out, and the interview end, ended with no knock. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting oh, wow. here, wow. Um, and five minutes go by, 10 minutes go by, 20 minutes go by, a half an hour go by. And by this time, I'm, I'm in there sweating bullets, <laughs> uh, and I'm just – you know what? I, I just got to the point where I, I said, well, you know what? This, is, this has still been an amazing experience, and they can't take away Jim Brown coming to my house. So right, right. by the time – and just as Good I was attitude. ready to give up, just as I was ready to give up, I hear the boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh, man. So he comes in, and you know, he, said, he said some things to me that I hadn't even thought about because, he, you know, he said that, you're no longer a representative of just the Cleveland Browns. You, you now represent the NFL and the Hall of Fame. 
and this is going to change your life. And when he said that, I don't know if you've seen the film of me, but it, it was almost like I felt yeah. like a child, like a child yeah. again. <laughs> and and it, because because I wasn't, I was just expecting, you know, hey, congratulations. I wasn't expecting that, and it and it just really, it really reduced me to a childlike person, and and it and it really humbled me, and because I I never I never even thought of it like that. So. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was. It was. It was a great experience. All three of us. All three of us ended up going in. So we'll be the class of 2021. Um, um, and it was. And the Super Bowl. You know, Super Bowl was a great experience, even though it, it wasn't that great of a game. But it was still a great experience. <laughs> now, where this right? I mean, he's no. right. Dave, Dave, Dave Baker's right. I mean, when he said, you know, a lot of great things will happen to you. I mean, you're on this show again. Right, and and I remember the last time you guys told me, you said no one has ever been on this show three times, and here I am for a fourth time. You're on a fourth time. <laughs> you are the only guest I've had in over ten years of doing this that has been on this show four times. So just wow, that's great. That's great. I I I'm, I'm glad for you. I'm glad for you. I gotta. I want to back up one one bit. When they were doing okay. your interview, I'm just curious. When they're doing the interview with you, what are they? What were they actually asking you? Or they were just going over the procedures, or or whatever, or the or the um, the what's the word I'm trying to use? They they were going over the uh, schedule of what was going on. What happened? What actually no. happened in the interview? No, no. In the interview, they were asking uh, a lot of just the basic stuff. You know, what would what would this mean to you if if you want it? Um, oh, okay. How would it change? Okay. You know, just just those 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 type of questions. Um, okay. And you know, uh, there were there were a lot of you know they had like I said it was a, probably about a good fifteen minute interview. Um, and I'm like I said I was sitting there and and I'm just waiting. Okay, it, it's, there's going to be a knock, and then it seemed it almost seemed like he, like he was looking at his watch, like he was trying to give me more time. But then he was like, okay. Um, we're done. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I am done. So, uh, yeah, um, it was, yeah, that, that, that half an hour wait was, uh, that was a long, that was a long wait. Wow. Wow. I can imagine. I mean, you have to bet on pins and needles waiting a half hour there. Which, uh, where did they put you up down there? What hotel? Do you remember? Uh, the Renaissance. Renaissance. Oh, okay. You're on the Renaissance. Okay. I know where that is now. Okay. Yeah, nice, yeah, by, nice um, location. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, it, that's it, a nice, it was a, nice place. It, it, right, it's a nice location. There's a mall. It's almost like the mall is attached to it, uh, and you can right. see from. Right. I, I know from my window, you can see you can see the stadium. So, um, right. Um, yeah, we yeah, great location. The only the only thing the only thing that was kind of the the big luncheon that everybody talked about, where there's like seventy uh, Hall of Famers that attend. Um, right. That didn't that didn't happen because of COVID. So we had to we had to kind of watch it. We had to kind of watch it on the um, on uh, on TV. Okay, because I was wondering how much they were actually going to do, and how limited you were going to be because of COVID nineteen, and because of whatever their protocols they had down there. So, uh, but that's um, that's a nice that's a nice location to be in because you are right, you know, in walking distance of the stadium there. And, and everything, so absolutely. that's cool. Absolutely. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. The Ford Hall of Fame people—they they definitely took care of us in terms of accommodations. It's outstanding. Oh, that's what was it, Ray? What was that knock like? I mean, you described it just kind of as a loud boom, but I mean, Dave Baker's an imposing man. Uh, you know, the president of the uh, Hall of Fame. It looks like he's got giant, you know, magnesium meat hammers for hands. Uh, you know, <laughs> what's it? What's it like? I mean. Just, you were expecting well, you know, the, the thing is, the thing is, I had my son-in-law in there with me, uh, and he was—he's the one who actually the film that you've seen. He's the one who took, who filmed that. Uh, so I'm sitting there, and I'm just everything's going through my head. And he jumped up. He said, "Hey, somebody, somebody's outside." I was like, "What are you talking about?" He said, "I seen him walk. I seen, I seen him walk past the door." So he jumps into the corner, ready ready to film. And I'm thinking, uh, he don't he don't know. And just as I, you know, like a, as that thought. Crossed my mind, I heard that big booming uh, knock. And yes, he is a mountain. 
he is a mountain of a man. <laughs> and you knew that knock was Dave Baker. You knew <laughs> uh, that was your time, right? It was it was it, it, it was either uh, Dave Baker or the Hulk, one of the two. Well, well, I mean, there's a big difference between room service knocking on your door and Dave Baker with those right. you know, man hands knocking on your door is what I'm getting at. So exactly, you knew, you heard that, and you're like, oh my, this I want. I mean, that exhilaration between hearing that knock and answering the door just has to be a blur. Right. That's right. It, no, it, it was. It was. And then, like I said, we, um, I'm standing there, and, um, you know, he, he's talking to me, and I'm listening, but not listening because my mind is just really racing now. But then, like I said, when, when he told me that, um, you know, that I represent the NFL and the Hall of Fame now, uh, and this is going to be life-changing, He's absolutely, he's absolutely right because my whole mindset completely, I my whole outlook now has completely changed on on, on this award. Now, does, do you think that you've gotten you've gotten more or desire to collect more, uh, or are you are you, I'm just curious about that. Do you now got to drive? You got you know holy grails you got to get now, and you will get them because you are in the you know. Uh, Football Hall of Fame, so on and so forth. What are your feelings on that, if anything? Well, the collecting. I mean, come on, you, you always got to feed the beast. Um, so that never, the collecting <laughs> part of it never never goes away. Um, because okay, you know you right, just good. once yeah once you get once you get the one thing, then it, you just shift to something else. So um, yeah, that's yeah that's that's going to never change. Okay. All right. So do you you know what your display is going to look like? I mean, you actually get a display in the Hall of Fame. This is, I mean, you've described it as a legitimate Hall of Fame. When Dave Baker knocks, I mean, you are getting a display. What does that look like, and where is it located? Well, from my knowledge, you get to, I get to set up a display, and it's it's there for a year. And then after the year uh, is up, they give everything back, and then, uh, you get a permanent plaque, and see that's that's the part that I'm still not quite sure about. The, the after the year, and I get my display back, I'm not sure what the, what the permanent thing looks like. If it's a if it's a display, if it's a picture, I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, but I do know that that I I get to set up a, a, a display, and I can put anything that I want in it, uh, and it and it's there for a year. Wow. And I still think you should have hit Jim Brown up for that gold jacket while he was in your basement. Right. Oh, but oh, but well, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that uh, he's one of my presenters, but you know, you never know. Um, but yeah, that would that Man. would that would just top that would just top that would just top everything off. Wow. Wow. That'd be incredible. That'd be incredible. All right. Let's go back Absolute, to the absolutely experience, experience back in Tampa. Um, what other stuff did they have planned for you before the Super Bowl? I know you had some sort of cruise or whatever around uh, the bay over there. Uh, right. What was that about? Right. And, and ex- talk to, let's talk about that a little. Well, they had they had, a, they had an itinerary set up for us, uh, different things to do. The, the, they had the NFL experience uh, down there um, for us. Uh, and then uh, the not, but I would say that cruise was the highlight, though, because um, it was kind of like a cruise ship, not quite as big, but it was still a cruise ship. And and we all sat down uh, and we had dinner uh, and we had drinks while the while the um, the ship is going out over the um, the harbor or the bay. Um, right. And then, you know, the sun is going down, and I'm looking over and I'm like, why did I bring my Son-in-law, but no, uh, but, then, but <laughs> the, the ship, the ship, the ship is going out. Uh, we finished dinner and we had drinks, uh, and then it was on the on the top deck that was open. Um, they had a DJ and music, so we're out there dancing and everything. And then all of a sudden, it's dark now. The ship stops, and then there was this massive firework display. So. Okay. Yeah, that night. Cool. That night was yeah. That night was great. But it's funny though because obviously everywhere I went, I always have on my Browns gear. I had so many people come up to me, uh, not that they recognized me, but they were just, oh my God, you're a Browns fan. I'm a Browns fan too. And then they, they're just going on and on and on. 
And it was almost like on that ship alone, there was probably like at least six couples uh, that came up to me that were Browns fans. Cool. So, so cool. we're every, we're everywhere. But yeah, that that um, that cruise <laughs> that that cruise was probably besides the game itself. That cruise was probably the highlight of the um, of the uh, trip. Yeah, that got. I was cool. gonna say that's a that's a nice that's a nice cruise around the bay over there, uh, Mike. We have family down in Tampa, so we were going down there before when we were could travel at least twice a year, and uh, we've seen that cruise, uh, similar cruises like that go around, and the fireworks displays. It's very very nice to say the least. Yes. So. Uh, oh, absolutely. That, that's good. That's good. Ray, you got to know the uh, the other two, you know, finalists, the uh, the guy from the Raiders and the lady from the Cardinals. I mean, what, congratulatory. I mean, what, you know, good camaraderie, friends for life. How how was that? Yeah, well, well, me and Chrissy, uh, the young lady that from Arizona, me and her, we we kind of we kind of uh, befriended each other when we were when we immediately became finalists. Um, and we were talking about some things, you know, different charity things that we wanted to do. Uh, so we were already we were already um, Facebook friends and social media friends. Uh, mm. And Wayne Wayne is just the kind of guy um, you just I mean he he looks like this big teddy bear uh, and he's nothing like uh, the violator character that he plays. Um, right. So it's it's a, it's a contrast. But no, yeah yeah that's my new brother and sister for life because. We're gonna go in together. We got some things. I think we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna do a comic book for charity. Uh, we got some things in the works that we want to do. Um, you know, charity wise. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely we're definitely uh, brothers and sisters for life. That's great. That's that's great. I was I was wondering about that too, and uh, I'm I'm glad there is camaraderie, and there should be because you guys are all you know. You guys are all super fans, super collectors, so on and so forth. Yeah, I can't see why you wouldn't wouldn't hit it off type of thing. All right, what else? Well, you what know, else before, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, um, and the previous uh, winners they had, they had all reached out too prior to. Well, well, some of them had reached out when we became uh, finalists, and then it seemed like the rest of them, when they narrowed it down to three, the rest of the um, the rest of them. Um, uh, reached out and uh, the guy, the guy that won from Pittsburgh uh, a year ago, I think, or two years ago, um, he lives about forty miles from me. So he and I have already planned on doing on doing some um, some um, charity events as well too. Well, can you can you say again why do you wear Clay Matthews jersey? I think I've asked you this before, but I forgot. I mean, and just seeing that, that well, reach out from Jennifer Matthews, Clay Matthews' daughter was really cool and reminded me of that. Well, I was just I was just wearing it because um I knew that he was up and he was one of the finalists. So I was just, I was wow. wearing it, you know, in support uh for him because I believe I just truly believe he he's been long overdue um and he's been passed over for whatever reason uh and yeah. it's just it's his time, and 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 sadly, this was his la- this was his last year as a um, regular player. So now he has to go in as, as a, modern. a senior. Right. Modern, yeah. Right. right. So right. yeah, I, yeah, that was just yeah, that was I was wearing his jer- I was wearing his jersey uh, in support of him. You know, going hoping hoping that he he it would have been so cool if he and I would have went in uh, both this year. That would have been that would have been amazing. Ah. Yeah, it would have been great yeah. to have a brown, you know, a actual Browns player go in while you're. Yeah, that would be cool. So you got right. the knock on Saturday morning, correct? No, 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 no. It was Saturday around. Well, I know we we went down there around three o'clock. Um, so oh, by the time you. with all the waiting and everything, uh, it was probably closer to four four thirty ish, something like that. Was your son-in-law in on it? Did he know you'd been selected? Is that why he was kind of milling no. around? You'd, you'd been to- no. no, 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 none of us, none of us knew. He was just there because I wanted somebody to film it for for me. So, oh, so he, so had, I knew that, had, but I was okay. okay. Yeah, he, you'd mentioned yeah. he was kind of looking at his watch or something like that. Like he was, I think you were talking about the uh, the other guy. Um, so, pretty cool and it sounded like from what you were saying on vfc they really took care of you it's not like 
they just kind of, you know, put you up in a shack. They, they had your schedule filled. They really took care of you. They gave you good seats. Uh, I mean, they picked you up on Sunday and they took you to the Super Bowl. I mean, and just that had to be an experience too. Oh, we're, we're, oh well, no, 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 no. Let me go back. Let me go back. The Ford Hall of Fans are top notch. We flew first class. They, a limo picked us up. Uh, we, the top notch hotels. Um, they gave they gave me thousand uh, dollars in spending money. So no, they oh, were my. no they they Bro. no. The, hey, when I say the Ford Hall of Fans know how to take care of their people, the Ford Hall of Fans know how to take care of their people. They every, every everything was top notch. Everything. I, I look forward to a Ford representative reaching out reaching out to Bob to become a new Gridiron Great subscriber <laughs> and uh, advertiser. Oh, and, uh, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up though, because because just on um, the Finnish football community. There's at least, just off the top of my head, there's at least ten guys right now that should that that, that should be uh, trying this contest next year because because there's there are guys on there and I, I'm sure they know it, but then they might not because they might be like me and just think, well, you know, I just do this because this is what I do. But there are some guys that have some amazing, amazing, amazing collections, and and there's no reason. There's, there's no reason um, why they shouldn't be on here talking about this the same way that I am. Right. I just want to put that out there. No, that, and that's, that's very humble of you. Bob has the best seat in the house. He's the one who gets to interview, you know, so many super collectors. I mean, you know, Bob's seen it all. The rest of us are, you know, looking at it through the magazine. Um, so I'm sure Bob can rattle off some people, but right. I, I also think you're downplaying this. You're being, you're being humble, Ray. You, we, you know, I've, I've been the co-host, you know, of this for a long time and you've got one of the best collections I've bumped into. I mean, flat out period. It's just, it's, it's amazing. I, fancy myself it's really amazing. I don't have a, I don't have a room like that. I mean, I was with pride telling someone about, you know, you telling Jim Brown about something he didn't know about. His wife was like, oh, that's cool. We didn't know about that. Uh, I mean, not very not very many people can surprise the player. Uh, you know, Steve Larson well, knocked on my door and came, uh, came into my basement. There's, you know, well, first of all, I'd, I'd abduct him, you know, so, I mean, that would be against the law. But, I mean, there's not <laughs> much I'm going to surprise Steve Largent with, you know, in my collection. You, you got an amazing collection, right? I mean. Uh, well, thank, well, thank you. Yeah. But, 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 but I guess I guess my point was, I don't, I don't collect so that I have I can you know get the accolades. I collect because it's it's something. Well, for me, for me, I just feel like I'm the unofficial Browns historian. Yep. So for me, yep. I I, I try to make it more of a from a historical point as well too, and it, and it's and it's and it's fun. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's amazing, truly amazing. All right, so let's. Uh, because we're we're up, we've got about fifteen more minutes, so get into the Super the day of the Super Bowl. What's going on then? What happened? Tell us what's going on. Well, uh, the morning of the the morning of the Super Bowl, um, you know, everybody's running around because uh, we're trying to um, make sure that um, the main thing was they had a, a stringent checklist of for entering the Super Bowl, and then we had to make sure that we had our tickets, and we had to make sure we had a mask, but there was just so much extra protocol, um, you know, that we had to make sure that, that we could, because the one thing, we didn't want to get all the way over there and, and then get denied entry and then have to come all the way back or whatever, so, um, you know, that yeah. part of it was really important, uh, and then once once we got once we got all that um worked out um it was just a it was just a lot of sitting around and uh you know waiting 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 to go over to the stadium and i was kind of torn because there was a lot of browns fans down there and i wanted to go over to the um to the stadium because you know they had they were tailgating um but time-wise there was no way that I would have been able to go over there and, you know, get with them and then, and then make it back in time. So uh, unfortunately, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't able to do that. So we just, we just sat around, we just, I would say probably maybe a couple of hours we sat around and then um, the limo bus came and picked us up. Uh, and then we all went over there. Um, 
and it was just you know it, it was it was so many it was so many people, uh, and I'm sure what was it twenty four thousand was the was the final count something like that. Uh, but it it wow. just seemed like it just seemed like so many people were in there. Um, and, yeah, it definitely seemed a know, lot more than what they announced. I, that was my opinion. On yeah. That, so. Right. A lot of, you know, lot of speed right. sellers too, though. Right. And, and right. I, right. And, and Ray, I think what Bob was asking was, was was kind of intimating, but he's too shy to ask. Is how was the halftime report? Bob's a big, you know, the weekend fan. He, he wanted to know. <laughs> I mean, just personally, it it. Well, okay, I'll put it on past years. <laughs> Um, and so when you when you look at it, but I understand because of because of um, COVID, you know they they couldn't do the the full out thing that they wanted to do. Um, yeah, I just thought it wasn't it was just yeah it wasn't that it wasn't that great. Um, oh. I didn't get the I didn't get the underwear on the head thing. Um, so I mean <laughs> I, I I mean I, yeah I thought it, I thought let's put it like this I got more excitement out of the flyby. Uh, it, um, during the national anthem, yeah. than I got for the um yeah. for the halftime. Yeah. It's always yeah, something, it's something about that. Rage. It's something about that. It's something about the flyby. Maybe because you know yeah. I'm ex Air Force, but it's Air something Force. about that You're flyby. Force, right. It's something about that flyby that uh, that always gets me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Somebody asked. Somebody locally asked me here. Um, you know about the halftime show, and I said number one, I didn't even know who the person was. I had no concept whatsoever what he he was actually saying so nothing really made sense to me so i i think i uh tweeted uh i i wish there was a marching band at a at a super bowl halftime show again <laughs> at, at least i would have at least i would have known, I known what's going on and, and i i really i would know what was going on again and i probably would have enjoyed it you know so oh man that was brutal but i do agree with the i thought it was milk. a great show I can't believe I'm the only one on here who thought it was a great show. I I thought it was very entertaining. I was I liked it. Um, that yeah, there's there's some aspects to it I don't get, but uh, oh well, it was great. You know, I, I was impressed. Wow. He was a good entertainer, great singer. Yeah, well, you how know the you, thing is, you, go ahead. Did you get paid for saying that, or what happened? There? <laughs> well, yeah, and you know the thing is, the, you know the, the thing is uh, at, at Tampa Stadium, you know the end where the uh, where the ship is and the, and the cannon is that they yeah. shoot. Okay, so yeah. that was that was right behind me, and he was singing right next to the ship. They had built the um, platform or whatever, but that's where he was. So I, I basically had to turn around oh. and lean back just to, you know to see him. And it it just it man it just it it was hard it was hard for me to take that was I expected I expected more I'll just I'll just say oh, that the, I I I I expected I expected more uh, but you the know video the you thing had, is I, I thought he was at the other end of the stadium I, I misunderstood your video okay I, I thought you were, he was at the other end oh well you know that, no see that, I was taping the screen. That was the screen that oh, I was taping. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, that, that was the big. Yeah, I was. I was taping. I was taping the big screen. But he was. He was actually right behind me. He was probably. He probably wasn't even twenty yards, uh, to to the right of me. Oh. Oh. Wow. Um, uh, but yeah, no. The, yeah. It, but you know, it, it still didn't take away from the overall atmosphere. Um. I mean, I mean, no. If I just if the game could have just been a little bit closer, but you know, it is what yeah, it yeah. is. Um, it's yeah, you know, yeah. to be honest with you, it, it reminded me. It reminded me of Baker Mayfield the year before when he didn't have any tackles, and every time he got the ball, he was running, yeah. running, running. Then that's pretty much what right. Mahomes was doing the, the whole game, running, running, running. Right, right, yeah. right. That defense made him look tough. What an amazing thing! I've never been to a Super Bowl. I think a lot of people haven't. Just the energy, I mean, just what's going on in the city prior to the Super Bowl, uh, you know, the lead up to it. I mean, but what I've heard from a lot of people is once the ball gets kicked off, it's just another football game. Uh, uh, were, you, were you able to enjoy a lot of the pregame activities? You know, the, yeah. you know, the week leading up to it? Well, not only that, okay, so so um, did you guys watch, actually watch the halftime show, though? I did. Did you watch it? 
Okay, so so did you see all the did, did you see all the lights? Did you see all the lights in the um in the uh in the um in the stadium? Yeah. And they were changing yeah. colors and everything. Okay, so what they yeah. did, uh-huh. they put they put they put a watch. They put a watch on every chair. And and you you were supposed to put the watch on and then what happened was a guy like 5 minutes before halftime there was a matter of fact he came he was like a row in front of us and he program he was programming the lights the the, the the watches so they went from red to blue to green uh to white so everybody had a watch so what you were seeing was everybody had a watch band on and they said once the, once the show starts hold your hold your arm up in the air and then everybody then that that's the effect that you've seen and i thought that i thought that that was i thought that that was pretty cool as opposed to everybody oh, okay. holding up old school holding up your flash holding up your um lighter <laughs> like they did right. at the old the old rock concert i guess i'm i guess i'm showing my age <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah that part hey, of it that, i'm right that up, part of i'm it right with you right so i mean no. I'm right with you, right? Wise, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, I remember that too. So, but it, right. that, so yeah, yeah, I figured it was. Yeah, some, that, yeah that was. I that figured was it was pretty cool. Program like that. Yeah, that was definitely right. interesting. Definitely right. interesting. Right. Now, was right. it? All right. Now, um, all right, we got about eight minutes. Uh, what else? What really stuck out for you for the game? What was the the, the greatest thing that occurred that Sunday for you, as as far as? Pre-game, post-game, during the game, whatever. Well, I mean, I got to witness. I got to. I got to witness. Um, uh, modern day, uh, Tom Brady doesn't have any peers anymore. I mean, you know, he he he, he seven-time um, Super Bowl champion. So um, that kind of that kind of ended that debate. Uh, uh, and and, yeah. and <laughs> noted noted that I said modern day because. You know, Otto Graham right. still won ten champ with the ten straight championships and won seven times. So, but we won't go into that. We won't go into that right now. Um, <laughs> I did get a chance to witness. I got a chance to witness history. Um, so yep. that was, you know, that that was that was great. Um, I was thinking about getting Tom Brady to autograph uh, the Super Bowl program, but after I seen his prices, uh, I think I'll pass. <laughs> wow, man, that guy is making a killing. But hey, free enterprises. No. Yep. He needs the yep. money. I get, I get, I guess, I guess. But yeah, Unfold. I mean, that was probably that was probably the biggest thing uh, that stood out that um, that I that that I got selected uh, for the Hall of Fame and I got a chance to witness history. Yeah, that's cool. And I gotta say this, your your Super Bowl ticket is gonna be one of the rarest tickets of anyone in the history of the Super Bowl because there were so few no. as compared to you know There were no tickets. So, this was this was the first this this was the first ticket list um Super Bowl. All, Every, the, all the, phone, wow. all the all the tickets all the tickets were on your phone. Wow. Wow. I so, know. I, I didn't I know realize. that yeah, that wow, yeah, that wow, really, wow, wow. that really, yeah, that really, that really, yeah. Every not one, there was not one ticket made for that game. Wow, wow, that that's sad. Wow, I, I know, I know from a, right, wow. right, and so so from a collector standpoint, that really kind of blows because it's like I got the program, <laughs> but no 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 ticket. I guess I guess I could I guess I could um take a screenshot of the ticket. On my phone print and then print it out. Yeah, print it out. I would do that. I would do that. Right. Because right. They, they, right. again, I I I'm just shocked that they would end a run of pick of Super Bowl tickets like that. I I I am I'm, I'm just shocked by it. That's amazing. Truly amazing. Well, I'm sure. All right. So I'm sure COVID. I'm sure COVID had a lot to do with it. Yeah, I I, I can tell, but you know, it's still. They could have made they could have made arrangements on it one way or the other. All right, so we're, we're you're completed with the game. Game's over. When did you fly back on Monday, or did you have another day of rest, or what? How did how did that work? No, no, no. Yeah, no. We yeah we flew. Everybody flew out. Um, well, we were lucky. We were lucky. We flew out Monday after late afternoon, whereas some oh, some okay. of them flew out oh. like 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 seven o'clock seven o'clock Monday morning. But yeah, no, we we didn't fly out until uh, like three o'clock. Three o'clock. Uh, uh, let's go. 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 Right. Yeah, because right. that's uh, you're you're close you're close to the airport there, anyways, one way or the other. So, uh, but I know what it's right. like flying those early, early flights out of uh, Tampa to Bradley here in Hartford. 
So it's uh, it's a pain in the neck to say the least. All right, so right. completed everything. Completed everything. Everything was good. And uh, what other what other things can you say about the weekend? Anything you anything else you want to go over, talk about, or anything else that really sticks out in your mind um, that you want to share with our audience? No, well, you know, the thing is, uh, the three of us, uh, me, Wayne, and Christy, uh, we really got a chance to bond and hang out and um, uh, have a lot of fun. So, I mean, that uh, that time was, 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 was invaluable as well, too, because um, I probably won't see them again until um, the Hall of Fame in August. So, um, which, by the way, um, you guys are coming, correct? <laughs> I have no idea. Did we get we got tickets. Oh, what's okay. going on? So, trying to go to Chicago. Yeah, I mean uh, that's when the national is, and it's usually the same weekend. Yeah. 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 Oh wait, 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 the nationals. Wait, wait, they're having the nationals uh, in Chicago this this summer. They're going yeah. ahead with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, everything goes goes play in Chicago. So, Chicago. So, I don't know how they're gonna. Again, I don't know how. Now, when are you getting inducted? That Sunday. Or Saturday. Um, see, I'm not, I'm not sure, but I know it's that it's always yeah, it's that not, first week, it's that first week of August. Right, right, and it's normally the same time as the national, so it's, a, it's correct. interesting. It's correct, like, correct. Because we'll I can it always you. remember. We'll I cannot, yeah, I can always remember running when it was in Cleveland, running up to the nationals, and then running back down to the um to the Hall of Fame, and then running back Hall to the Fame. national. Right, right, exactly. I remember, I remember. It, you uh, you were talking about it there too. I remember distinctly you saying you had to you had to run out for the uh, ceremony and then you came back the next day. Or, so uh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Right. Right. Well, I think mm-hmm. all in all, Ray. All in all, Ray. We got about two and a half minutes. You know, you really deserved it. I'm so happy for you, and I'm I'm just glad. You know, I always say this: good guys do win. I always say that. And you know you you just got to you got to believe in what you're doing, and you you had a good good backing, and I'm real happy the Browns backed you, and they weren't proactive about it, and you know your buddies here, you know we were proactive for you too, so everything worked out well. I'm and you know I'm glad you got it. You deserved it. If anybody deserved it, I don't care what anybody says. You got you are a super collector if there ever was one, and that's just my my you know honest feeling. So. Well, I I, 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 appreciate that, guys. And like you said, you guys, you guys turn. Hey, you guys were voting every day. Oh my goodness, you guys were voting every day. So, I, so again, I really, I really appreciate that. Especially, especially well, the insane, especially the insane Jeff Payne. Well, his new name Ray. Will they ever tell you what the results were? Like what the final tally was? No, 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 no. I, Nope. Yeah, I would have. I would have been curious about that. That would have been interesting. Would have been interesting. Well, well, you uh, know that that's only one. That's only one third of uh, one third of the your overall um, um, score. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Yeah. So you so you you could have maxed out. You could have maxed out on the voting, but then you know the the other two thirds. You know you could have bottomed out, and so. But yeah, no, they yeah, they don't they don't they don't share oh. that information. All right, I didn't know that. All right, we got about forty-five seconds. Great. Final thoughts. If you have a chance, uh, next year, I believe September they start advertising. If you if you get a chance, if you have a chance to enter the Ford Hall of Fans contest, please go for it. You have not you have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. Sounds good. Good advice. Sounds I good. like that. Ray Sugar Brisbane. Going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the Ford Hall of Fame. Ray, thanks for being on again. Congratulations. I'm very happy for you. Hey, thanks, guys. Well deserved, sir. All right, we're down to about 35 seconds. If you're not a subscriber to Gridiron Greats Magazine, what are you waiting for? GridironGreatsMagazine.com. In five seconds or less, wrap it. What an amazing guy. What, What a humble Amazing guy. Couldn't be happier for Ray to win that. Me too. 
That's it for our podcast tonight. Thanks for listening. We'll be back hopefully in about a week or so with another episode. Until then, take care. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.